Hi, I'm JP. And I'm Adam. I've never seen Lost. I have. I'm told that it's good. I liked it. I'm told that it made sense. Sort of. But we're watching it out of order. So it definitely won't make sense. But it might still be good. Since we won't expect it to make sense, we'll still be able to appreciate each episode on its own merits as a one-hour story. Sometimes two or three. As opposed to just a fraction of an ongoing, sprawling, and increasingly complex tangle of relationships, personal stories, mysteries, mythologies, experiments, social dynamics, unnatural disasters, unanswered questions, and hot tropical hookups. Are you okay? I'm not sure. Because you lost me a little bit there at the end. Good, because I've been lost since the beginning. We're We're lost lost on Lost. Welcome everybody to Lost on Lost. I am JP Russell, and even though my IMDB says that I was the key grip on Turtle Island, I was not. Uh, I am joined, as always, by everybody's favorite raft buddy, Adam Boucher. Uh, that that is true. I uh, I love rafts, and I love uh, this show, and I am some folks' buddy. <laughs> Just never all at the same time. A multi hyphenate. <laughs> so, Adam, really quick before we get started. So, I was reading this article, <clears throat> skimming an article, about the subconscious mind. Yes. Um, and it talked about the nonlinear nature of the subconscious thought process and the mind's ability to generalize and organize kind of on its own. And I only okay. bring that up because after that, I was on our Lost on Lost Twitter, which y'all should follow at Lost on Lost One. Uh, and mm-hmm. I noticed our banner photo, and I made that before ever watching the show. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've ever noticed this. I photoshopped myself between Saeed, Sun, Jin, and Locke. And you're between Jack and Sawyer. And I don't know if that means anything. I I guess uh, that's one of the... That'll be a classic Lost on Lost conspiracy. (laughs) Today we're talking about Born to Run. The 22nd episode of season one and the 22nd episode overall. Our eccentric character is the Easy Bake Oven fan club president, Kate Austin. (laughs) Born to Run takes place on the 43rd day after the crash of Oceanic Flight 815. This is only one day, and that blows my fucking mind. Adam, do you have a recap for us? I certainly do. Here we go. Hit me with that thing. Monsoon season on the island. Preparations continue for the survivors' low-budget production of Castaway. Michael Dawson and Jin Su Kwan push up their departure schedule thanks to amateur meteorologist and B-tier survivor Dr. Leslie Arst. How dare you. Meanwhile, in the jungle, John Locke finally reveals his DIY project to Dr. Jack Shepard. Let's crack it open, he says. <laughs> Maybe let's not, says resident adult slash torture expert Saeed Jarrah. <laughs> Saeed says if we open it, we could all die. Or live. Who knows? <laughs> And before the crash, Kate's race from the law continues at a snail's pace. She checks in on her first love mm-hmm. and her mom before remembering that, oh snap, she still needs to get away. Is this heaven? No, it's Iowa. A good Kate episode? Well, poison my water and call me Michael. Baby, we're born to run here on Lost on Lost. Uh. <laughs> Yes. Oh, we do? Just like last time. <laughs> Who is it? But this time it is Micah Pollard. Oh, yeah. Howdy, hey. Welcome to the howdy, show, howdy. Micah. So glad to have you. Nice to be here. Very excited. So, uh, Michael, why don't you, uh, let's, uh, let's find out a little bit about you. Um, what's your history with Lost? Oh, did you watch Lost uh, back in the day when it originally aired back in 2004 to 2010, whatever it was? So, I was quite young when this originally <laughs> came out. Because uh, all y'all are quite a great deal older than I am. Mm-hmm. It's a diplomatic way of putting it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're fucking old. Yeah. No, you no, no, fucking no, old. I, you yeah. Shit. 
So I, I, the biggest memory that I have with Lost is watching the first episode on TV one night, um, which involved, I think, the pilot being ripped out of the uh, the pilot seat yeah, by some unseen force. And there was a big mystery on what that was. And mm-hmm. like, you know, and I know uh, that was back when we didn't have like DVR or like streaming services. So mm-hmm. I saw that one episode and never went back. OK, <laughs> you're like, this ain't for me. Not even that. It just was like. I don't, I don't know when this I is go on. I watch so. cartoons and stuff, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I go see some Power Rangers episodes. So, so then, uh, what do you watch nowadays? Then, like, what what sort of TV do you go for um, here in the present? Uh, recently, I've really been like going back and like uh, doing a lot of DC stuff. Mm. So, like, I'm watching the old like uh, Justice League anim- uh, animated series. Um, all of the stuff that they're doing on HBO, like Doom Patrol, Titans. Sure. Yeah. Um, that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm. I usually kind of stay more towards like uh, fantasy and uh, fiction. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Um, I know some uh, like you guys like have a more um, wide and varied uh, viewing uh, kind of stuff, but I like to keep out of reality as much as possible. Oh, well, excellent. Um, you want to get into Born to Run? We probably should, yeah, right? Yeah. Let's yeah. fucking do this. Um, so, Born to Run originally aired on May 11th, 2005. It was written by Edward Kitsis and Adam Horowitz and was directed by Tucker Gates. Uh, all names that folks should recognize. Uh, Edward Kitsis, y'all know from uh, the one episode he wrote of One Tree Hill. And Adam Horowitz was the writer of Once Upon a Time, Wicked is Coming, Once Upon a Time, Journey to Neverland, Once Upon a Time, Price of Magic, and I can only assume Once Upon a Time, Tokyo Drift. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Tucker Gates was the director of an episode of Parker Lewis can't lose. And I don't know what the fuck that is. So, um, he can't lose. He can't. <laughs> he can't. It's the title and a fact. All right. Well, then let's get started on it. Uh, we, we open up with a corn hotel in the middle of a cornfield. <laughs> and we see somebody. We don't know who. Yeah, just just a blonde woman. Yeah, just a blonde woman. Mm-hmm. I wonder who it could be. They seem to be doing something sort of esoteric. They're, uh, they're changing some license plates on a vehicle and sneaking into a hotel room. I don't know how you guys strap down the stuff in the trunk of your vehicle, but the stuff that is in my trunk is never where I left it when I put it in there. <laughs> yes, it will shift to one or the other side. <laughs> right, like it's just the nature of physics. Every time I make a left turn, a bunch of cans roll around. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say, if you have that many license plates, yeah. right, wouldn't you get like a magnet system for the license plate instead right. of like continually like screwing it on and off again? Yep. yep. That that's what I thought too. I was like, man, that the the using the screwdriver is very time consuming. But maybe she spent all of her money on a license plate rack for her trunk and couldn't afford <laughs> magnetic license plates. <laughs> Could be. Let me just get on Google real quick. License plate rack. Okay. Uh, she uh, surreptitiously yeah removes this plate, grabs a towel from the housekeeping cart, and heads into the. The room to start dyeing her hair. Starts, it's Kate. No, she starts dyeing a wig. That's a wiggy oh, ass well, wig. Yeah, it's obviously a wig. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait a minute. What? But yeah, it turns out it's Kate. Oh my god. Uh, oh, that's right. It's She's on the run. It's crazy because um, from all those opening wide shots, I was like, in my head, I know, I like, I know this is Kate. But I was like, that looks like Claire. Yeah, totally. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was the same, same sort of hair color um we're gonna have to we'll, we'll circle back around to this but i'm i'm very confused at um kate's level of being off the grid because mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. this opening scene you're like yeah she's 
she's got this down right like Mm -hmm. we don't we also don't know how long exactly she's been on the road it's been a while Mm -hmm. um but you know she's she's got this shit down she's like yep i know that family's leaving i'm gonna wait for the the housekeeper to move i'm gonna slide in the room turn on the thing i know i've got maybe a couple hours now where i can shower do my hair she seems like she's got this down to a pretty good science Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could you imagine being the housekeeper, like coming back and like, what the fuck? <laughs> like this dial over the place, and you're like, I just cleaned this shit. <laughs> what is going on? Um, yeah, you got to wonder why she keeps making these decisions that seem counter to the premise that she's good at being on the run. Right. Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of them. Yeah. Uh, she goes up to the uh, the main desk of the motel and picks up a letter for uh, Joan Joan Hart. So she opens this letter and it uh, it's got a little bit of cash in it and it makes her start to cry. Who is this letter from? Yeah, I I tried to read it quickly without like pausing it, but I, you know I didn't want to like sit there and I, overanalyze I it. it. You did pause it. Yeah, could you make yeah, you can't read it? Oh, okay. No, okay. Yeah, I mean, there's like bits and pieces, but by and large, you're not going to get the general idea of the letter. Well, sure. we, we don't need to know what's in the letter. She's emotional. It, it's it's bad news, whatever it is. Right. Mm-hmm. My thought, my thought when she was doing this was she had created a dead drop for herself. Right. Like, you know, she she knew she was going to be going to this place. So she mailed a letter to there, you know, and it's, you know, tra- you know that's what I thought. I, it, I was having thoughts in my head of how you deliver food to yourself if you're hiking the Appalachian Trail mm. and stuff like that. You just send it to a post office 60 miles up the road and just like general delivery. And then you can pick it up and grab it when you're passing by. So it made me think of sort of that sort of thing. But then she was crying and had money. I was like, okay, well, it's not from herself. Unless she was like, do you remember that time that we did this thing? I, like, what? I don't know. I just listen to her own podcast and make myself laugh when I talk. So, I mean, it's kind of the same thing, but different. <laughs> uh, from there, we cut to the beach. Back to, back to the present. Holy shit, there's a lot of jumping around in this one. There is. Charlie, Charlie comes to talk to Claire with his guitar. Yeah. Um, they, they, he talks about his potential newfound fame post faking his own death on accident. (laughs) Now, I don't know where this fits in Charlie's like acquisition of new heroin on the island, but he seems kind of doinked out. Like he seems way more animated than... He does seem a little manic. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think he's just excited because they think that they're going to like get rescued because of the, the stuff that's going on sure, with yeah. the raft or boat. Yeah. And, and the other thing that makes me wonder, too, is like maybe he maybe he's finally got past the junk sick part of it and he's clearing up mm, and that could be his creativity is returning. And, you know, he's starting to see a little bit clear headed, too. So, like, I was wondering maybe it was part yeah, of that. OK, that's yeah, I, I'd believe that. All right. I will so. cross out all the rest of my Charlie <laughs> is high notes. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> but he could be. That's the thing. We don't know. Yeah. We're still kind of in the dark here. Even though we this is our this is our twenty fourth episode of Lost on Lost. We've watched basically a season's worth of Lost. Yeah. Just Yeah. <laughs> I will say I did have a visceral reaction just in seeing a white guy carrying around an acoustic guitar. Oh, yeah. Like I don't know I didn't know who the character was, but I was just like, fuck this guy. Yeah. Fuck this guy. <laughs> well, and the, the chords that he's strumming are so bad. You're like, oh man, you wanna play like my your body is a wonderland, but you just don't know just the don't. second chord. <laughs> Um, yeah, the two of them, uh, they look over down the beach and they see the raft is still under construction. They're, you know, that this is a part of an ongoing thing throughout the season one is the, the construction of this mm-hmm. raft. The, and there's some sort of commotion going on. In the- <laughs> <laughs> 
Dr. Arst, the, the, uh, the, second, the man Leslie. Second appearance on our stupid podcast of this guy, and I love him more and more every time I see him. Is it because of his kerchief? Well, that's, that's part of that's it. That's part of it. Yeah. One thing that I do love about Leslie is the way he dresses. <laughs> he still manages to have a look. Like, everybody else's look is, like, survivor right. dirt and sweat. Like, Leslie's like, okay, it's hot here. Yeah. <laughs> Like, if I get too overheated, I can soak this kerchief, keep my neck cooled down. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he comes up and he's saying, he's like, don't leave. There's going to be a changing of the weather. The winds are going to change. You're going to be sailing to Antarctica and not north into shipping lanes uh, because of the changing of the seasons. And they're like, well, when should we leave? And he's like, yesterday, immediately, now. Like, right. You, you can't for, stall. For like, just this very tertiary character who is is named, but is like just kind of a bozo mm-hmm. uh, at least from what we've seen i mean he, yeah he's not in the in crowd in terms of like ah oh, the hatch but he does bring up some really good info yeah well, and that's this goes to something that hurley mentions a lot not only uh, just like throughout the history of this episode that there are certain survivors in the thing that are treated like they are not as important yeah. by the important characters on the show leslie brings up like yes he can be a little bit like grating at times on his delivery because it's always sort of like the sky is falling type of yeah. thing but he's oftentimes not wrong yeah absolutely and yeah and he's still sort of relegated to this like second tier of survivorness which is strange that's well, where i would be if i was on the island i'd be second tier <laughs> no absolutely not you know i would kind of want to be in the second tier because like you, you look at the, what the first tier survivors are getting into and a lot of it's nonsense just <laughs> someone like sitting in the back like you shouldn't do that <laughs> uh, okay <laughs> oh you're gonna all right fine that just means you're saeed <laughs> Well, fuck I mean, me i'll go sit and eat a coconut or yeah. some shit like that yeah. you guys suck it <laughs> everybody wants to be saeed i mean let's be honest uh this leads to kate telling michael that she wants to come along if departure isn't imminent she's like well i gotta be on the raft um they yeah. argue and mike says no yeah there's in in the last episode of the podcast where um we're talking with our guest freddie about how all of the dialogue on the beach was pretty useless. Mm-hmm. I mean, this this episode is very beach dialogue heavy, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's very soap opera y in terms of like, well, this person did this, and this person knows that secret, and this person, you know. But at least like there, there's constant momentum of this, so it's like, Kate, I want on the raft, you can't be on the raft. Conflict, boom. Okay, we're mm-hmm. not even at the cold open yet. Let's fucking go. Yeah, yeah. This like kind of felt a little bit survivory, like you know, alliances yeah. and like all that backstabbing and stuff like that. I had to check to make sure that I was still on the right show <laughs> oh shit i'm watching i'm watching real world versus road rules again god damn it <laughs> damn it always keeps that happening every time cut to kate sneaking into a hospital mm-hmm. uh, we flash back to, uh she's got a flower delivery for diane jansen it took me for forever to remember that that was the name of her mom yeah like when she did that i was like is this another on the run sort of like spy slash fugitive trade craft type of thing that she's doing and then like way later in the episode i was like oh wait that's her mom's name <laughs> did you guys notice anything about the room number no it's room 208 that's not one of the lost numbers <laughs> uh there's a sheriff parked outside of her mom's room <laughs> So she can't just walk in. Yeah. It's reading the paper. Super vigilant. Eyes yeah. up, yeah, eyes up, right? head on a swivel as always. Fucking good. You know, if I was in her situation, I would just walk right through. Like, he right. wasn't paying attention. 
It's the same guy who was watching Epstein. Oh, no. Oh, no. Is that choking noise? Nah, whatever. I'll have to look at it later. I'm sure it'll clear itself up. Um, from there, she then heads up to the parking lot and breaks into uh, a car owned by a dude named Tom who recognizes her and is not frightened by it, I guess. <laughs> hey, he's a little sweetheart, Tom. Yeah. I liked him. All, all the times we know are sweethearts. <laughs> it's so good to see you, Katie. Why are you in my backseat? Yeah. She's like, I'm just testing you. This is how most people get murdered in their cars. You um, need to fucking step up your situational awareness. I got to say that it feels like this is something that she's done before. And that's why it's so cool about it. Like, oh, Kate's in the back of the car again. Huh? Yeah. That's how she meets all of her Tinder dates. So, um, Kate needs Tom's help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, cut, cut back to the island. Uh, Jin's doing the fucking lord's work man he's getting this boat ready to go mm-hmm. um the, and, and this is something we still haven't seen the falling out of sun and Jin during season one we don't know we 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 can have we have some thoughts about and theories but we don't know explicitly yeah. why they're on the outs we've seen it a, a few different times in a few different episodes of them not talking so she's and, and she's like please talk to me please talk to right me. i have the feeling it has something to do with the fact that she wasn't speaking english and now she does so gonna just Secrets. take a shot in the dark that's not like magic island stuff no <laughs> oh but yeah he yeah he's like yeah i'm leaving i'm, I'm gonna go modern she's like we'll say it she leaves now we get into the good shit saeed is leading jack into the jungle uh-huh. and who do they run into a sweet baby boy johnny lock <laughs> all i could think of was when our fantastic guest jack kelly uh on what was it greatest hits <laughs> um talking about their their knowledge of Lost <laughs> and uh, the only thing, oh, John Locke, I'm a hatch. Uh, yeah. just, that's that's just rolling around in my head every time I see Locke in the hatch now. Yeah, exactly. It's so good. Um, but yes, uh, Locke is like, hey, by the way, I got this, I got this fucking hatch going on. Um, so he's like, why are you bring me out here? And Locke's like, I didn't think you would come if it was me. And it's like, well, yeah, probably not. Yeah. Head. Um, they, so they reveal this hatch. I have a note here. <laughs> they walk up to this thing. Why is Jack panting? He is he panting. Went, yeah, he walked like they walked. Said and him walked to this location. They see John there. They move. They walk a little bit more. They get to this thing, and Jack's like, "What is it?" <laughs> I'm like, "Dude, were you just like jazzercising or something? Like, I just saw you walking. Are you that out of breath?" Like, he's carrying a lot of white guilt that he's not addressing. <laughs> so, like, that's got to be heavy on a soul. Well, it just—I was just like, I, this is one of uh, Matthew Fox's acting tricks. He, he does panting sometimes, and it's this was an inappropriate place for it. <laughs> to yeah, it was, too dist- <laughs> it was like really distracting to me. I was like, "You didn't run but, here, no. whatever." Um, we'd, we'd cut back to the beach and the raft area where um, they're having a discussion about potentially removing Sawyer. Like Sawyer comes up and he's like, what are you doing? Like, why are you bringing fish? We can catch fish. And he's like, you, Mike, Michael's starting to realize that maybe Sawyer doesn't necessarily have the skill set to survive at sea. Yeah. It's like if you have provisions available, why would you not take them? You know, make it, make it easier on yourself. Right. It's like, yeah. Uh, have either of you two been fishing? Yeah. 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 Like you don't always yeah. catch fish. Sometimes no. you go and you no. don't catch anything. <laughs> also, you need bait. Yeah, that's right. 
And you're in the middle of the ocean, so like you know, the right. chances of running into fish. Right. What, the, what they've been doing up to this point is using nets, uh, using like rock channels to like yeah, they're, do they're trapping using, like, and spears and stuff like that. Like yeah. I didn't see a lot of fucking fiberglass fishing poles running right. around. No line or anything like that. Which yeah, is what you're going to have to use in the ocean. Yeah. Like the, 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 the line the deep fishing water. is done by gin with a net in a tide, like a tidal area. Right. Like, yeah. Um. So yeah, Sawyer makes a boner out of himself uh sawyer has a quick conversation here with kate yeah about figuring out that kate was the marshal's prisoner yeah she's like burning an id or a passport mm. yeah that's about all that really happens in that scene <laughs> yeah she wasn't really doing that inconspicuously either she was just kind of <laughs> out in the open like nah, yeah. nah, 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 nah. like saeed has built like a little like community work station area where people can just come in and work on projects and stuff like that i'd like to imagine her in there just like you know saeed's like soldering a radio with a magnifying glass and like hurley's like just like whittling a toothpick or something like that and kate comes in just like oh you guys got a lighter i need to i need to do some forgery on this passport <laughs> I, I gotta do some hood rat shit <laughs> yeah the lighters, the lighters are over there <laughs> uh, michael and walt talk about uh talk about rescue um Michael has the least reassuring tone of voice in him mm. when he's talking to Walt. He's like, sure, I'll come back for everybody else, slugger. Yeah. No, I'm like, yeah. I don't believe a goddamn thing you're saying. Even if you are telling the truth, the way you're saying it, it's not helping. Yeah. He's also got a dead-eyed stare. Yeah. yeah. Just like... <laughs> um, your lips are saying we'll come back, but your eyes are saying I'm never going to see this place again. <laughs> Fuck but all these white I, people is what I'm seeing in the back of your eyes. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm just going on this raft to go get smokes. Um, yeah. That's what uh, my dad said. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, re really quick, I just want to draw a quick parallel. When Jack and Sawyer are playing low stakes coconut poker yep. or whatever and he gets the medicine from him yep. and sawyer asks you know why didn't you want to barter for the for the guns mm -hmm. and when jack replies he says sawyer if i want the guns i'll get the guns mm -hmm. cut to what kate said here mm -hmm. if i want your spot i'll get your spot mm -hmm. one there's a consistency with how the a team are treating sawyer two mm -hmm. there's very much some some character parallels between jack and kate uh so just i don't know just yep. thought about that. That was an interesting little uh, connection there. I thought it was a weird way to say it, but it makes sense with that, with like parallel. Because like that, she delivered it as though it were supposed to sound really tough. But right. like the word spot's not that tough. So right. like, if I want your spot, I'm going to get your spot. <laughs> but if you've been like on the run and like are used to like trying to not stick out and stuff like that and like do everything to like, you know, make the situation work in your favor, would you say shit like that? Right. <laughs> Are you going to walk around making some enemies? <laughs> like, wouldn't you just lie and be like, oh, that, yeah, okay, conversation's yeah. over. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, I was just I was just trying to see if there was room because, yeah. like, I'm, I mean, I'm getting skeezed out. I can't take five. I'm, I'm heading yeah, back sorry. to my duty. Like, <laughs> By the way, how susceptible to poison are you? <laughs> just quick, hypothetically. Like, <laughs> yeah, just asking for a friend. It does raise a good point. Like, and, and whether or not she's telling the truth about this, you know, when she talked to Michael, she's like, yeah, I worked in two summers with boats okay then then why are we allowing a barter system to be the determining factor right. for who does and doesn't get on this craft like right let's talk about this let's have a vote maybe let's actually use the person who claims that they have sailing experience right and like michael himself like he bring he sort of like brings that point out without saying anything about it he's like well i get to go because i built it it's like the guys who build the ships don't drive them right Usually their job ends when the boat's built <laughs> uh by the transitive properties of the schoolyard 
uh, he built it, so he gets to play with it. <laughs> yeah, but also move your feet, lose your seat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of yeah, a lot of playground idioms here at war with each other. <laughs> Wait, did you say transitive property of the school? <laughs> Yeah, it's okay. transitive. Okay, yeah. Uh, you, want, you want to fight oh, about that, it? That describes oh, nice. it. Thank you, Micah. That's much more clear. Uh, Michael all of a sudden has a tummy ache. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> and Walt runs off to find Jack. He finds Son and Kate. So Walt brings Son back to Michael, and Kate goes off to find Jack. Then we come yeah. back to the hatch where yeah. this earlier mm-hmm. discussion about discretion was mm-hmm. happening. Yeah, I love this discussion. That, yeah, so Locke is like, or Jack's like, why didn't you tell me about this? You, you've known about this for two weeks. And then Locke Three comes weeks. back with the, yeah. why didn't you tell everybody about the case where they're full of guns? It's like, you know, it's all about discretion, you know, you, blah, 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 blah. And I love, they, they have, there's a quick shot of while they're having that back and forth of Saeed's eyes just going back and forth. Mm-hmm. There's so much being said without being said right yeah. there because we know Saeed, we know he, he knows human nature. He knows mm-hmm. when somebody's lying. Mm-hmm. He is very much a third party in this conversation without saying anything. Right. Like sort of an untalked, uh, a thing that doesn't get talked about a lot about Said's skill set as being taught how to be an interrogator and a torturer by the by his military service. Observing and uh, knowing human nature and stuff like that, that's part of it. Knowing mm-hmm. you got to be able to watch and, and absorb things from the way people use their body language and their voices to be able to use it against them in his other stuff. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, like that's that, – yeah, it's all part of his his very broad skill set. <laughs> yeah, he's le- he's letting the loud people who have ego and something to prove put all their cards on the table and he can assess that information and do with it what he, mm. he wants to. Mm. So – I love Saeed. But yeah, the, the ultimately after uh, Locke and Jack have this uh, discussion about discretion, Jack is like, all right, so how do we open it? And Saeed's like, Saeed. what? Yeah. And it's it's so good because we, we, the audience, have now looked at the hatch. Locke's been looking at it nonstop, but he's yeah. been looking at it with tunnel vision. He's like, there's no handle on the outside, my guys. Mm-hmm. What yeah. the fuck do you think is down there? Like this is there's a reason it's not opening. Yeah, yeah. To to he has a couple of really good reasons. Yeah, that are completely like didn't even cross John and Jack's minds. Just like yeah, it's like yeah. There's I no handle. Love Saeed. <laughs> there's no handle. You're not yeah. supposed to open it from out here. It's welded shut. Yeah, leave yeah. it. Let's bury it. <laughs> Um, and as this conversation's getting rip roaring good, Kate comes running up. Michael's not feeling well. Jack really to come back to the beach. His tum tum. I like actually. I, this was a very quick moment. Um, but like you, you hear Kate shouting, "Jack, Jack!" and he just like shouts back. I, I kind of like that. It's like, yeah, we're over here. Like, yeah, like, oh, that's oh, actually yeah. kind of a thing that we're would happen. In, we're in the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, they jog off. Um, we flash back to. Uh, Kate and Tom are at Tom's house uh, getting Diane and MRI. Uh, They have a little conversation um, about Tom's wife and kids and uh, she's out of town, Cedar Rapids or something like that. And And then they go, uh, they, they bring, uh, she brings up the time capsule that they buried when they were kids. Yeah. Um, Do you think it's still there? Yeah. Tom's like, well, 
Let's go look, because we got three hours to burn. Right. Back to the raft. Jack is there uh, ministering to Michael, uh, deduces that he was likely poisoned. Mmm. Hmm. Mm. Uh, uh, Mike, Michael's feeling a little better, um, but he he instantly thinks that it's Sawyer, um, which I don't understand. No, I that, do. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the country, dude. Like, if I'm, I, I'm I, like not to bring it to that po- place, but like, if I'm a black dude and I got this if, country if ass you're bumpkin, a black dude, Micah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a black dude. I'm like. I don't trust this good old boy over here. This motherfucker is like all pissed off already and like being a dick. Mm-hmm. I don't trust him and I'm not feeling good anymore. And he like kind of made some like remarks that were pseudo like kind of weird and odd. So yeah. I'd be like, nah, it's him. But but up until this point, Sawyer's seat was still secure on the raft. Right. Like, Michael told Kate you're, to go pound sand, you know, like JP, you're just saying that Sawyer doesn't have a motive. Right. Um, but but Mike, you're 100% right. And this is something that comes up a lot on the show, too, is there there is a very brief <laughs> sort, of, sort of dated uh, conversation about race politics, like mm-hmm. in in the survivor group itself. Like, yeah, like there are a lot of people who don't trust Sawyer because he is this he's got this southern bumpkin thing about him um and there well, you, I'm, you hear it later when uh when sawyer calls jim boy like yeah, that's a boy so that was your, bad your feelings about that are not unfounded it's, it is right there sawyer is sawyer is a fucking racist and <laughs> no, so if you want to talk about no practical motive for michael to think that it was sawyer sure but motive yeah maybe this racist poisoned me <laughs> Yeah, make that boat a creamsicle. He's a racist. Like, I'm just saying, like, if if I were thinking about that, I'd be like, but if Sawyer was going to poison anybody, he'd probably want to poison Kate, so she stops trying to take his seat well, on the well, boat. Yeah, and that's, well, but she's there's no like she, he doesn't have to worry about Kate. She's not like a element. She's already kind of shot herself in the foot already yeah, with Michael. True. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's just so. I don't know. It's weird to me that his his gut reaction was Sawyer, but. I understand what you're saying. He is a piece of shit. <laughs> um, and there's some other sort of investigation happening at the same time while Michael, while Jack is ministering to Michael. Locke is sort of questioning people around the the raft. He's talking to Hurley. Uh, you know, yeah. he's like, you know, what did you, what do you do? He's like, and Hurley's like, oh, I'm, I'm on bamboo duty. Yeah, sometimes I have water, but I'm mostly here to get bamboo. I fucking love this scene. This is so good. And this is, and this is the thing. Hurley's got this fucking line, which is the preeminent question that mm-hmm. I always have. Why would Kate poison Michael? Well, you know, the whole fugitive thing. He doesn't know. Well, how am I supposed to keep straight who knows what around here? I mean, Steve didn't even know about the polar bear. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Do, do we know I'm who Steve is? He's uh, he's the guy that might have gotten killed later, or he gets oh, confused yeah, with Scott Steve. often. <laughs> Scott, yeah. or Steve, Scott, Scott yeah. Steve. Steve. There's there's a very simple thing that should be happening on the island every morning, and it's everybody getting together and taking stock of what's going yeah. on. The situation on the island changes every day. You are in heightened circumstances. 
How much water do we have? Just a safety meeting in the morning. Exactly, a safety meeting. Exactly. They <laughs> yeah. do a film set every morning. All right, come on, everyone, come yeah, in. Everyone, come yeah. on in. Come on in. Okay, we're running low on mangoes. We only got six gallons of fresh water. So these things need to happen today. Also, we, there was a there was a rock slide near an area where we were hunting. So just keep clear of that area. You know. The, 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 also, John found a big ass septic tank in the forest. Yeah, yeah. So like, if you want to weigh in on whether to open it or not, Saeed's having a meeting at three thirty. Like. <laughs> Well, so think about this from all of the non like A team characters. There's there's all the background folks like that. The guy in the last episode was just banging on the metal yeah, trash can man. They're, they're probably just like, oh man, we've been on this island for forty three days and we still don't know who the U S marshal like was transporting. Like, you know, there's there's just like but like everybody. All right, everybody come clean. What's what's everybody's? Yep. Site? Like, oh yeah, I'm a war criminal. And yep, fucking... just like right at the top, like an AA meeting. It's like okay, we've been here for a week. We're obviously not getting arrested. We're gonna go around the circle. Just everybody do a share. Stand up. Hi, my name's Dr. Jack Shepard. I'm an alcoholic. Uh, I was in Sydney to get my dad's corpse. Also, I saw my dad in the jungle a few days ago. Yeah, I, I've been hallucinating <laughs> that my dead father's still alive and wandering out the jungle. Yeah. Good good to know. Good to know. But there's one guy. There's one guy that's like, my name's Steve. I took an extra thing of peanuts on the flight. Yeah. And I feel really bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was on, My name's Daryl. I was on the wrong flight. I was meant to get on the flight to uh, Tokyo. And I went to the wrong gate, and I'm really, really sad about that. My, my name is John Locke. I was in a wheelchair. Now I'm not. Right. I know it's weird. I've gotten full use of my legs back for the, for the first time in four years. Yeah. My name is Walt. I have The Shining. <laughs> yes. Yes, 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 yes. That's like our fifth Shining reference oh in this podcast. Uh, my uh, name's Claire. I'm a bad mother. Uh, <laughs> we, we cut to the caves. Uh, Jack accuses Kate of poisoning Michael, and she gets all huffy. Yeah. Do you think I'm capable of that? You've killed a man. Which I don't know if he knows. Oh, that's fair. I don't because I don't know if she told she's yet told anybody the reason why he he knows that she was in custody. He does, he he knows that she was the marshal's prisoner. He I don't yeah. think he knows why. I think he I think she was gonna tell him and he's like I don't want to don't tell me. You know? Right. But beyond that, is that enough for him to think that she could poison him? Yeah, like it's like I don't know. I don't know what you're capable of. It's not necessarily malicious, but I don't know. But that's the thing. I don't know what Kate's capable of either. Yeah. Like as a viewer of the show out of order like an idiot, I've <laughs> seen her both be really good at like being on the run, mm -hmm. but also the reason she's on the run is because she was really bad. She staged an accident to kill her mom's boyfriend and then mm -hmm. immediately told people about it. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know what you're capable of. Like you're good at some things and really shitty at other things. Yeah, she's bad at what she does, kind of. Like in like this whole episode, like in terms of like, it's surprising that she didn't get caught sooner. Yeah. Just because from what I've seen, like she's really bad at what Thank she does. You. Thank right. you, Mike. <laughs> yes, <laughs> precisely. She stomps off. Uh, we cut back to flashback. Mm -hmm. They're on a field. It's funny to me because this is supposed to be a field in Iowa, and so they have like two horned cows out there but that like they shot they didn't go on location to iowa to shoot this so this no. is some field in hawaii <laughs> those are probably if you look closely you can up. actually see like the uh the crane in the background that's yeah. lighting the tree from the back really? yeah nice. that's why they added <laughs> yeah. all that fog to try and like <laughs> not show that yeah but so they uh they get out there and they they start digging up the thing they're looking for it they have a beer you brought beer no self-respecting iowan goes anywhere without beer piss warm yeah. beer in the trunk of your car 
<laughs> You're a doctor. <laughs> what memories are made of? <laughs> she she hits him with the or he hits her with the. It, it's wildly unfair for of you to be here, and she's like, Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. But they she, they they hit it. They find the lunchbox. It's a new kids on the block lunchbox. She brushes it off like a real asshole instead of just holding it vertically. Yeah, she's just like brushing it like it's a like it's a kitten. <laughs> Uh, so they, they they open the time capsule. There's trinkets. There's a, there's a little plane. There's a tape. There's a note. There's whatever. They put the tape in the thing, um, and the tape was recorded on August fifteenth, nineteen eighty nine. Um, here's the deal. So I understand that screenwriting can be tough, and sometimes you need to just fill time mm-hmm. in a forty three minute episode because you have twenty two of these fucking things to do a year. Mm-hmm. The recording being like, uh, we're gonna be married, and her being like, yeah. no, I'm gonna get my car and drive away um and that whole conversation is so fucking on the nose and lazy and just spoon feeding you this whole conversation that children would never have like i'm a free spirit i'm gonna go i'm gonna be married right fuck you kitsis horowitz delete that section and try again right we're children i'm gonna put nine kids in you yeah (laughs) (laughs) what you guys weren't like that I mean, everyone I met, every female I met was like, hey, baby, nine kids. Let's uh, bring you. Let's go. Me. Let's get to work. Yep. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong, JP. You are not wrong. Ugh. Um, they uh they drive off they leave they don't fill the hole and they leave the shovel you can see it in the headlights <laughs> as they drive away they leave the shovel behind they also kiss oh yeah they kiss unfaithful naughty naughty she mm-hmm. she oh god she so the the tape ends she looks at him she does the head tilt and leans in the two like i don't know if you guys have ever kissed anybody in the front no. seat of a car there's a, oh. that's a that's a fucking ocean of space in between to, and so, like, she can only get so far. He's got to go equally as far, if not further, based on how far she moved. She says sorry. He doesn't say sorry. There's no way. Just, like, yeah. he, she didn't force anything. She could have did that. He could have not leaned in and been like, I don't think that's a good idea. For whatever right. reason. Or or just admit the fact that he wanted to kiss her. Maybe that's all he right. wanted to do. And Same. that was that. There's no reason to be sorry. You don't have to be yeah. sorry. Yeah, you don't have to be sorry. So we, we, you know, we used to be in love when we were eight, um, and we we kissed now, and everything's but, fine. You're gonna leave, <laughs> right? But he says we better go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, we did not take any onus for your participation in this act. Exactly, a man after my own heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Micah. That's why we don't kiss in cars anymore because you're just cold afterwards. Can't help it. I know what I want. <laughs> We come back to the jungle. Uh, Walt sees uh, Walt sees Locke tending to his shroud. Oh, yeah, this is a weird fucking scene. Just based on this one episode, John is one of those people that if he showed up at a park, I would take my child and go to a different park. I would never leave a child alone with yeah, John. The, John. John's appearance is the reason why they have signs that say "No adults without children at this park." That's why there are signs like that. <laughs> And that interact the whole interaction between them is very uncomfortable. Yeah, it's not great. Never, 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 ever say we're friends, kid, to a child that is not by their parent, and you are fifty years older than them. Yeah, that you're, is not a, that is not the way you frame the relationship. Yeah, you're with not a establishing child. boundaries at all. You are not friends. Exactly. You are an adult and a child. 
Right, and you may <laughs> have things in common or whatever. There is not. It's not friendship. That's so. That was so strange. This is such yeah. a weird. And then, and then the the, the touching the wrist too. I don't know. Maybe yeah, it's just colored was... by like the modern times and like you know, if this was 1965 or the old episode of Leave It to Beaver, nobody would give a fuck about it. But like nowadays, it's like don't. And then yeah. he shines though. He gets to shine. Yeah. 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 Yeah, this is at least for us, this is the first time we've seen Walt have any sort of mystical shit and mm-hmm. I'll be honest, dude, that was got, creepy as fuck. I got fucking chills. Oh yeah, chills. no, no, it was very unnerving. I got fucking chills. Like I, I was <laughs> just watching it and don't open it. Oh, Whoa, like, what the I fuck? literally shivered. Like well, open we, what? How do you know? <sighs> right. So now we have two competing forces. We've got one telling Locke, open it, open it, open it. And now we got one telling Walt to tell Locke, don't you fucking open that. So right. now, up, up until now, we've been about, like, what's in this hatch? And this is the first time, at least in the podcast, we're like, do we want to know? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Like, we are, we have a rational voice saying don't inside, And now we've got a supernatural source yeah. in Walt's, yeah, shining or whatever. And it's like... <laughs> If 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 there are only three votes here, John's belief in what the island is trying to make him do, the Walt's mysterious power, and then reality. Yeah. Uh, don't open the hatches. Leading two to one. <laughs> that's that's a really good way of looking at that. I like that. Is his full name Walt Carruthers? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a super good joke, Michael. <laughs> We'll make sure to cut it from the episode. <laughs> I wouldn't expect anything else. Uh, uh, we cut to the we cut to the raft. Pepto. Yep. Sawyer brings Michael oh. some Pepto, um, and then there's this whole super tense scene where Sawyer outs Kate about being the marshal's prisoner. Which, like, fair, right? Yeah. Like, she got all uppity with him, and like, you know, uh, there's nothing you can do. If I want what I want, I'm gonna get what I want. Mm-hmm. He's just like, oh. Really? Oh, huh? yeah. You don't have skeletons? Oh, okay. Well, yeah. all right then. Okay. He's really uh, aggressive and inappropriate about yeah, how going o- the way he goes about doing it. You know, the, the physicality he has with mm-hmm. Kate, like mm-hmm. grabbing her by the arm mm-hmm. and dragging her around. It, like, like I said earlier, like hitting Jin with the fucking races. Like, don't. What are you talking about, boy? Like, that. It's just like. Yeah, J- Jin doesn't even speak the language, and he knows he's out of line. Right. It's so over the top and out of line, but that's the fucking tragic thing he's not out of not necessarily wrong right mm-hmm. um yeah he he sort of throws all of kate's dirty laundry out there dumps her purse out on the table like literally and figuratively yeah and shows that she's got joanna's id with the, the picture kind of burnt and she's trying to pass as joanna when they get rescued uh she's ostracized by the people that are uh present everybody walks away from her it's they're they're like this Bye. is I know everybody's got secrets on the island, but this one was not one that should have been a secret. <laughs> Is it really that big of a deal either? Like, okay, so you were a criminal, but like... You know, all it really takes yeah. is like just being upfront and honest about why you're the... Like, you were being, right. you know... The, yeah, it's, this, it goes back to your meeting thing. Like, just honesty right. really would it's get like, everyone further. What hurts worse, the crime or the cover-up? If Kate would yeah. have been upfront about... She's like, yeah, I wasn't... Uh, you know, she could have said, you know, yeah, it was for a violent crime. It was just like... She, she could have spilled the whole beans and more than half of the survivors probably been like, yeah, all right. Yeah. It was, it was tax fraud. <laughs> yeah, she could, yeah. Whatever, you know. Like, I, don't, um, I torrented some stuff. <laughs> like, well, here's, like, Saeed, Saeed was upfront about who he was. He's like, yeah, I'm a former, uh, I'm a former Republican guardsman for, in the Iraqi army. Like, yeah. that's who I am. <laughs> and they were like, all right, the Gulf well, War was 15 exactly years ago. I think we're all right. <laughs> who, you, who you were 
doesn't matter who doesn't you matter are America. now who you are as a contributing member of this group of people trying to survive is wildly more mm-hmm. important mm-hmm. maybe all that old shit will matter if and when we get rescued but right now right. no right the, the, the important thing is making it day to day and hopefully making it to that rescue but that doesn't make for good tv <laughs> yeah that's true i was gonna say the the only cop is dead so you're fine <laughs> Flashback back to Iowa. Yeah. They're wheeling Diane in for the MRI. Kate says hi to her mom uh, in the hallway. Uh, mm-hmm. Tom goes around the corner. He's like, I'm, the, I'm over here if you need me. Once Diane realizes who she's talking to, she starts to shout for help. Which I didn't quite understand why. It, it, it shot my backup plan of maybe this letter was from her mom at the beginning of the episode. It, it destroyed my thought that that might be the letters from. Yeah, I guess we don't know mm-hmm. who the letter's from. Unless the letter was, I have cancer. I am really sad. I'll never see you again. Here's $80. <laughs> what, was it maybe from Tom, possibly? Maybe. Uh, no, because yeah, Tom, was... Tom didn't know why she was back. And mm. would Tom know her alias? Right. Her dad? Her dad was maybe like Special dad? Forces or some shit. Yeah. He could set up a, a P.O. box and figure out how to get it to her. Maybe, yeah. So, yeah, maybe the letter was, Diane's dying, she still hates you, don't go see her. Well, <laughs> and then she goes anyway. But, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, in what Kate did, she she tells her mom, like, listen, I just did something bad, I took out this, this insurance mm-hmm. policy on your dickhead boyfriend that was bad mm-hmm. to you, mm-hmm. and then she leaves. I don't. I didn't think that her and her mom... Really ended oh, on that bed of terms. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could be missing something. We're watching this show fucking we out of order. We 100% could be missing something. But yeah, based on what Kate did, like... Yeah, that was Diane. a strong reaction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but yeah. Makeup was really good, though. It was very good. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I, I wasn't paying attention in the opening credits, so I don't remember seeing Beth Broderick's name. But it, yeah, if that, if that was her, the makeup was super good because she was very unrecognizable. But she really took her time sort of coming into consciousness too mm-hmm. and i was mm-hmm. like oh this, this is good mm-hmm. she looks sickly and like yeah. the, the eye rolls and like the unfocusedness of the eyes mm-hmm. and then just coming into focus and then realizing who's in front of her and then freaking out mm-hmm. yeah that was a really good scene yeah she kate bails she 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 was not necessarily expecting this reaction from her mom uh, she starts to cry and she starts and she's got to run she bumps into her rent a cop at the ho- at the hospital <laughs> fucking knocks the just, dust off of him yeah it's just <laughs> Wait yeah. a minute, you're not going in here. Oh, yeah, pow. Fucking a dude He goes down fast. If this was too. Super Smash Brothers, that guy's off the map. Like, he's yeah. gone. <laughs> Falcon punch. But, like, if, okay, if you were, like, in her situation, though, wouldn't you just, like, kind of, like, see the guard and go the opposite direction? Yeah, she talks to him. She's like, oh, that was just my mom. She's freaking out. Like, don't talk to her. Just leave. Just, go, yeah, see him other hallway. Like, Hasn't she seen the fugitive? She's she's got to pull a uh, Dr. Kimball. Be like, there's a guy over there with a gun screaming. Of course, the cop's gonna go that way. Mm. Um, Tom comes out because of the commotion. She's like, I need your car keys, and he's like, they're in my pocket. I'll come with you. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's Tom. You had you had only two options there: give her your keys or don't. There was not a third option. Go with her. <laughs> uh, I'll present to you a third option: car smoochie. One more car smoochie. Oh, uh, yeah. One more, I got, one for I got two questions for you. One: Where's your keys? <laughs> two: Give me your keys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that, the thought of the, the smooch at the tree was still lingering in his head. He's like, actually, you know, that wasn't that bad. Maybe I get one more quick one in before uh, Rachel returns from Cedar Rapids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
he goes with her, and uh, it's apparently to try and talk her out of it. It's like, look, you can just just cooperate. You'll be fine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah she'll be fine. Oh, well, I'm so sure. they they get in the car and they start driving away erratically. Which mm. the one security guard who saw your face is now you knocked him out, and they don't know what color vehicle you're in. Drive mm. normally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't draw attention to yourself. Play cool. Yep. Well, don't even get in the vehicle. Slowly walk away from the hospital using the sidewalks. Right. <laughs> like this whole entire scene could be, and she ends up walking away or like running away anyway. <laughs> right. So like, and, and she's running down like an aqueduct with no cover. Like, oh, yeah. here's this yeah. white woman running down the aqueduct. I'm sure she's fine. That's uh, probably nothing. But that's the thing. It's like you know, Tom. Tom ends up paying for his attempt uh, yeah. to um, to talk her out of it. Is the the Indiana County Sheriff, whatever, starts blasting. Blammo. And, yeah, Tom gets got. Um, Dropped him. Did they even, like, was that, like, a cop incapacitated when he hit the car? or Because, like, if she's running down to Aqueduct, like you said, he could have just... Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she like, blows past him. I think when she hit the cop car, I think she hit the cop. Because, I, yeah, I think he was taking, like, he was obviously taking cover behind the car. So, yeah, he, he might have got clipped by the car after well, and, they ran into it and then she continued to drive a little bit and then ran into another car so i mean it, it yeah. might be a, a far enough distance where it's like uh you know he's yeah. not within quick sprint distance well he's a police officer so he's like ah oh, do i have to run uh, yeah can you just yeah. come over here so i can violate your rights <laughs> what color was she again white ah, <laughs> let it sort it out later probably check fraud <laughs> yeah. tom dies dude this fucking yeah. sucked yeah like, it wasn't good we didn't get a chance to know much about Tom, but this was this dude was a taxpayer. He was just a regular bystander. Yeah, like he didn't deserve this. Fuck. Um. One question. So at the beginning of the episode, Kate's playing with a little model plane. Mm-hmm. Is that supposed to be the same model plane? Because I thought she left that one in the backseat of the car. Yeah. So there's another question. Mm. Out of the plane. It's a. Sa- it looks like the same one, doesn't it? It yeah. is. Yeah. It's the yeah. And uh, yeah, you're right. I think I'm pretty sure she leaves it in the car when she takes off. So how, do, how does she have it on the island? I don't know. Island magic? <laughs> Actually, Jack crafted that out of <laughs> sticks and leaves and then made a made a smelter and yeah. melted down some plane to make a smaller plane. Exactly. Um, we cut back to the raft. Uh, oh, this is the part where Kate, conf- she confesses and then is ostracized and everybody walks away. Yeah. So son is watching Jin work on the raft and Jack comes up to her and we find out that it was actually son that poisoned oh my the water God. in an attempt to prevent Jin from leaving. Mm-hmm. Don't fully understand the motivation behind that. Son and Jin's relationship is very troubled from what we've seen on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but also we know that Jin is pretty good with like herbal remedies and things like that. Son is son is good with herbal. Like she's got a little garden. So, you know, I don't know what she made this sort of toxin out of, but like and, and like she says to Jack, like, oh, I didn't mean to hurt him. Like she she clearly right. didn't like she put said too I only much used in enough she... just to make him sick. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but that's some crazy stuff I right mean, there. Th- like that yeah, because yeah. yeah, like JP said, their relationship is fraught with I mean it's 
the 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 one thing the one constant in Sun and Jin's lives is even when they don't like each other and when they don't trust each other, they still love each other a lot. We don't get yeah. a lot out of that from Jin because of uh, his sort of secondary role in this episode. But we've seen in other episodes in the past, like they care about each other so much, and they don't always have the tools or the capacity to be able to make that love function health healthily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's part of it too. I think it's like it took so much for them to even come together in the first place. That Sun is very much like she, and she says it later in in the episode too. You know, it's like once I found, I I thought that once I found the man I was gonna love, I'd be happy forever, or whatever. So it's like there's a lot of weight there. Yeah, and that phrase kind of I don't know. Yeah, I don't, we, we'll I don't touch like on that. it a little bit more once we get there. But she, I mean, yeah, so. Uh, and then the rest of the episode continues out like we don't flash back or anything we just cut, cut around some various locations um, yeah. we cut to Kate and Sawyer talking around a fire a little bit later that evening um, Sawyer <laughs> you, you cornered me sorry, and I believed but... you that's why I had to you know call right, you out it's like, the, it's like his, his motivation is to apologize but he's not an apologizer so right. the conversation begins with I'm not sorry I did this thing, but something in the back of my head tells me maybe I should be. <laughs> right. I well, I need to go because there's nothing here worth staying for, which clearly he does want to be around Kate more. But also, if we were da- dating, I'd stay on this weird, yeah. awful island. Also, yeah, well, yeah that's, that statement was weird just because of that. Like, oh, yeah, it's you that well, I want to. Oh, also, I need to get off this island because I'm a grifter. <laughs> you know, and it's probably not great if I get apprehended by the police either. Yeah. So that's uh, a weird little conversation between the two of them. Um, Walt, Michael, uh, Walt, Michael, Walt confesses to Michael about burning the first raft. Um, uh, some creepy shit again. Michael, yeah, Michael that rea- gets creepy. Yeah, Michael reacts to the thing better than he would have in the past. I think he's like. I get it. Instead, like old Michael, Michael, Michael from yeah. several, you know, early season one would be like he he would have flew off the handle, but he yeah, he takes it. But then yeah, it Michael, gets creepy from there. <laughs> Michael's come a long way for for being right. very he's, much an absent parent to being forced to be a full time parent. He's he's right. and he's still not. You know, he's he's not perfect and no. never will be. But you can there's character growth in him, which is nice to see. Yeah. So Michael's like, you know what? It, it's okay. Like, I get it. You're you're scared. You're upset. We don't have to go. Somebody else can go on the raft. Yeah. It doesn't have to be us. It's okay. Like he's he's doing the very like he he's upset, but he knows it's what's best for his son. And Walt mm-hmm. very suddenly has pulled a 180 from not wanting to leave the island, saying, "No, we have to go." And it's because of whatever he saw when Locke touched him. Yeah, that phrase was. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> When Locke embraced him. Nope. Um, still bad. Still, it's still not great. Um, <laughs> Their conversation. Yeah. Yeah. The earlier scene in which Locke and Walt were in the same area. Um, yeah, bald island mystic man is going to open a thing I told him not to, even though I told him not to. So, yeah, we got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, that's that's his new new plan of action. Yeah. Um, uh, then we end with Kate and Son. Yeah, and this is yeah, and this is where they have this little discussion about the men that they thought they were gonna love and how they thought it was gonna be happy and stuff like that. And we discover also that you know, yes, son did it, but it was Kate's idea. Yeah, so <laughs> still a bad person. <laughs> so Kate being all like, "Do you think I could do something like that, Jack?" Apparently, yes. You fucking apparently, yeah. apparently, yeah. yes, emphatically yes. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so yeah, and, and this is yeah this this way that Sun sort of describes her relationship with Jin is just yeah. I, I thought that when I found the man I love, I'd be happy forever, and so you know, it's like it's a it's a romantic thing, and um, romance isn't always necessarily the most appropriate way to look at situations. <laughs> well, let's let's talk about how Kate views the situation. Sun's like, I don't want to lose my husband. You ever think about poisoning him? <laughs> <laughs> but she had to go oh, oh you know, <laughs> what? girl you right that's the that's the head tappy <laughs> i can't leave if his stomach yeah. <laughs> look this uh, is gonna sound like a question on a real word but what do you how much do you think jim weighs <laughs> Because we could fuck it up and we could totally like, wait, actually like, kill yeah, him. But Justin, what's this the top we, we systolic blood, blood pressure? Just just know that's the thing reasons. too. If you think about it, like that could have actually killed Michael then, because yeah. the, the the poison was specifically set up for, for Jin, Jin yeah, and his exactly. body and like the poison yep. for Jin. The poison made especially for Jin. Jin's poison. <laughs> Jin's poison. Jin's poison. <laughs> Got you covered. Just uh, Kate, Kate. Kate and Sonner like watching the raft from behind a bush, and then like Walt just kind of skips up. He's like, "Dad, is there any water?" Oh yeah. Right there in the cooler. Oh, oh thanks. Like, no, 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 stop. stop. <laughs> he just <laughs> drops dead. <laughs> oh man, fuck. Um, and then we end kind of wet blanket. Yep. Just cut, cut the yeah. black in the middle of their conversation about love. Yep. Um, this is uh, this is uh, episode two two. So the next episode to air is um part one of the season finale. So this was uh, yeah, no cliffhanger because if you're not hooked at this point, we don't fucking need you. Is what they say. <sighs> Listen, you know, armchair quarterback, I'm just saying reverse the last two scenes and and the episode with Walt saying we do need to leave this yeah, island. Yeah, yep. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Instantly yes. better. I buy that. I buy that 100%. Mm-hmm. So that's Born to Run. Born to Run. The highway jammed with broken heroes on a last chance power drive. Maybe add poorly at the end. <laughs> Born to Run. Not that well. <laughs> yeah. Did you see her running down that aqueduct? I want to see some effort there, Kate. Knees to chest. <laughs> Form's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, let's get into the end of episode segments, shall we? Yep. Um, did we like it? Did we like this episode, Born to Run? Maiko, what are your what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I guess like there's like some elements that kind of got me like, oh yeah, I guess Kakano would like to know like what's the deal with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. JP, what do you think? Uh, overall, yeah. Uh, cut cut out like all the Charlie shit. Um, <laughs> which isn't actually that much. No, but just get but rid it's of it. Enough it's, to be annoying. It's filling. <laughs> yeah, it's it's useless. Um, get uh the, those couple of changes that, that you know I had sort of suggested with the the editing and Mm -hmm. and a little bit uh more clear in terms of kate's flashback just is a little messy but all the island stuff for the most part i was i was digging it was good it was it Mm -hmm. kept me engaged so sure adam yeah save for a couple of wonky character decisions and a couple of little screenwriting things you you tweak you shuffle a couple of scenes you tighten up a little bit of editing this episode is very high on 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 the list of good season one episodes very very close to being an excellent episode yeah there's there's a lot of that good spooky law shit going on yeah so it's just not quite pieced together in just the correct order it's it's a solid b yeah i I call it a very very to pretty good (laughs) it's aggressively okay (laughs) Uh, (laughs) that's my tinder bio (laughs) uh lost mvps this is your favorite character from the episode minus your knowledge minus your context minus anything you know about the show who is the all-star of this episode micah hurley (laughs) 
Yeah, baby. Why? Uh, I like his general visage. Mm-hmm. There you and go. And I like, I, like you said, he actually said something that made a lot of sense. Yeah. And like, you know, we've kind of talked about it throughout the episode. But like, if you guys would just tell each other instead of like playing these weird secret games, I think y- you'd find that things would go a lot more smoothly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, totally. Uh, Her- Hurley, I think, would probably win the popularity contest on the island. So that's that's a solid pick. Yeah. Uh, JP, what about you? Dr. Leslie Arts. Fuck yeah. Yeah. My man, like, oh, you 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 viewers at home forgot that I was a named character, but here I go dropping mad knowledge more than Dr. Perfect over there, more than all these folks that seem to know about sailing. I'm contributing in a way that a tertiary character probably won't ever again. So he, Well he, rocking a kerchief. Yeah, he's the real MVP. <laughs> Busher. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to echo Micah here. Hurley. Fuck yeah. Bringing attention yet again to the fact that information sharing is one of the most important tools that they have. You, uh, Micah, you created the pr- uh, comparison earlier. If they would treat this situation like a life and death situation like it is, as opposed to an episode of Survivor, the television, the reality television competition show, mm-hmm. they would be in such better shape. Yeah. A Survivor <laughs> didn't know that there were bears. <laughs> that could have gotten somebody killed. That's really important. <laughs> the lack of the information sharing is to detriment of survival of the group. So yeah, yeah Hurley. Yeah. Not that anybody will fucking listen to him because right. he's not in the mm. loop. Is there a loop? There's definitely a loop and he's not in it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, lost forever. Who sucked shit? Who's your least favorite? Who do you want to vote off of this Survivor Island? Micah. Does it have to be someone from the island or could it be for someone from the flashback? It could be somebody from the flashback. Just, from just the episode. this episode. All right, then that cop, you know. like <laughs> Wait, which one? The one that shot Tom. Oh, okay. The, 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 the cop at the end, not the cop from the beginning, the cop at the end. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, I mean, like, that man was just reading his newspaper. He sure. was doing his, je- you know, like, yeah. I, I can't fault him for that, but... uh like, I don't, you know, it's just that one thing where it's like, why is it always got to go to straight to the gun? Like, is that really your best tool in this situation? Sure. No, yeah. You got a radio. They can't outrun the radio. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, just keep up with them. Yeah. Could keep have eyes them, on them. They're not going to get away. Yeah. Yeah. No, but no, let's pull out a gun. Yeah. And now we have a dead dude. And yeah. they're like, well, innocent, innocent bystander, a fucking doctor. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep. With a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Newborn. Fuck. So. Never Yeah. Good. Fuck that police fuck officer. Yeah, there you go. Good call. Yep. Uh, JP, you're lost forever. Dr. Leslie Arts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a roller coaster. <laughs> hey, hey, doctor. Um, you know a shitload about tides and shipping lanes. Where the fuck were you with this information last week? That's a good point. Dude, good question. Yes. Oh, what was the, what was the best time to leave? Yesterday. Fuck you. Yeah, it's a dick move. Um, he's both the alpha and the omega of pain in my ass Um, just crucify him right there yeah Adam lost forever um Charlie yeah Yeah. great Uh, that's fair too look uh, art is important I'm glad Charlie's writing again but all of the island chores better be fucking done otherwise you are just out here being a fuckwit distracting people and not contributing yeah Trying, trying to fuck Play Claire. with the guitar once all the mangoes and the water are collected and the firewood. Actually, Claire's being more useful. She's like at least cutting hair and trying yeah, to Claire's keep some, hair. some yeah. grooming, you know, like, yeah. oh my God. Charlie. And he on. kept that moving. Like, come on. Like, she told you once, like, how old are you? You right. know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very childlike. Good point, Micah. You're, yeah. Yep. Charlie. Charlie's, Charlie's in the doghouse with me again. Yep. 
Uh, burning questions. Um, something that a question that was raised in this episode that you hope gets answered in a future episode. Micah, do you have any burning questions? Yeah, like I might have been joking about it, but legitimately, Walt is my biggest question. Yeah. Like, what's going on That's there? Fucking that. This is the first time we've seen this in the podcast, and again, we've said it, but like that hit me. I was like, "What the fuck is going on with Walt?" Mm-hmm. That's uh, yeah. that's a really good question. That's a real good one. JP, do you have any? Uh, who mailed the letter to Kate? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a good one. That's and, a good one. And again, same same as last time. What the fuck's in the hatch? <laughs> <laughs> Micah. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on the show. This was an absolute blast. Yes. Okay. I had a good time. I, I love this. Uh, I love the premise, and I really enjoyed uh, kind of coming from this uh, angle. Because, like I said, it, you know, it was something that kind of just was a passing thing yeah. in my life. Yeah. So, just to come back and, like, you know, yeah. well, we will we will have you back again, and hopefully, uh, we'll be able to answer some more questions for you. But in reality, probably not. <laughs> uh, Mike, anything you want to plug before we sign off? Uh, like, uh, just like, uh, get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I actually did end up getting COVID, um, but yeah. I luckily was vaccinated. And so like, I think I'm, I'm just now at the end of it. It was about a, a week or two of like some not so great, like coughing and, you know, some achiness right. and like smell and taste going away. But by and large, it was like a lot better than it could have been. Right. So I, you know, I highly recommend getting vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. Go get vaccinated folks. Hurry up. Um, let's see here if you are trying to be lost with us um, the next episode we are going to watch is season one episode 14 special uh, and the central characters are Michael and Walt I was going to say we have some questions about what is Walt's deal I think that one will give us some more questions about what the Walt's <laughs> is probably not more answers <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening to yet again another episode of Lost on Lost. Yep. uh, I'm Adam. I'm JP. Uh, Do you have any idea what's going on on the show? Nope. Me neither. Lost on Lost is produced and edited by me and JP. We wish to acknowledge that we live, work, and produce our show on occupied land. Burbank, California is located on the traditional tribal lands of the Tongva, Chumash, Keech, and Fernandeño Tataviam peoples. Milwaukee, Wisconsin is located on the traditional tribal lands of the Peoria, Potawatomi, Miyama, and Ho-Chunk peoples. And Lost was produced in Hawaii on the lands of the Kanaka Maoli. Visit native-land.ca to learn more about the land you live and work on. You can engage with us on IG, Facebook, and Twitter at Lost on Lost One. You can also email us at wearelostonlost at gmail.com or support us with dollar monies at coffee.com slash wearelostonlost. Thanks to Lostpedia and its community of contributors, Danny Schmitz, Random.org, and as always, you the listeners for tuning in. We're hosted at Podbean. You can hear us there or wherever you get your podcasts, except MySpace. We're, we're not on MySpace. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>